Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Dirt and Sprague. 915, let's have a great day, everybody. Cut this With Andy Dirt Johnson. I said that I wanted to have kids, and you said that you wanted me to have a vasectomy. What did I do? When you said that you might want to have kids, and I wasn't so sure, exactly reversed. And then when you said you definitely didn't want to have kids, what, reverse back? And Brendan Sprague. Stiff stop, stiff stop, stiff stop. You have no idea the physical toll the three vasectomies have on a person. Dirt and Sprague on 1080. They're not going to catch us. We're on a mission from God. The Fan. All right, welcome back in. Hour number two, Mark Malusis is going to join us at the bottom of the hour. New York TV anchor, the Giants and Jets. A little bit of what we talked about there. Uh, kind of the talk of the NFL. I'd say them, the Eagles, Bra- I, yeah. Brady's divorce is kind of up there, and then everything else is, you know, uh, Mahomes and Allen, of course. But uh, I think those are kind of the biggest stories in the National Football League. I think you have your good, surprising, fun stories. The Giants are good. Where did this come from? The Jets, above 500, first time in how long that's happened, right? Do you know that this year was the first time since 2015 the Jets won a game in September? <laughs> Wrap your brain around that. There was one like that about the Giants, too. Like, this is the first time in seven years that the Giants at any point in the season have been one or, or above 500. <laughs> and they did it in week one. They won their first game, and it's like, they're above 500. So I think you have some of those. And then I think you have the, the ones on the other side. Like, what's like the Packers? What the hell's going on there? Tampa Bay. Is it like, is Brady done? Is this it? Are we, is this going to crumble as the year goes on? The Rams won the Super Bowl last year, and they look like a shell of themselves. They're not repeating. The Broncos, all the hype coming into the season. We talked about them to start the show. So I think you have your positive, fun, good storylines that we didn't see coming in a winning light and in a losing light. Because I wasn't high on the Bucks coming into this year with the offensive line injuries, but I didn't think it looked this bad. Yeah, but they're still only three and three. Like I know, I know. They might be the best team in the NFC. I, I there, there is an element of the Eagles. I'll say this about the Eagles. They deserve all the respect they're getting, all the noise, the accolades, the praise. Jalen's not having to do a whole lot with his arm. Nope. But having those targets makes him a threat. Even if he only throws for 220, it's probably a pretty effective, efficient 220 that ends up burning you at pivotal moments. They use him with his legs. He's a, he's a bigger body. I like the way they use him. Their offensive line is efficient. There is an element of me, though. I was looking to do this on Sunday night. They're the favorites to win the NFC. I would actually, right now, I would still look at a lot of other options because I want, one, better odds. Yeah, you get good value. And, two, we see this all the time. We just saw this with the Cardinals. Not that they're going to be what the Cardinals ended up being. Yeah, they were 7-0 and last year. They were a toast of the NFL. I, I, they stay healthy, and that's the biggest thing in this league is the health. But if the Eagles are healthy, I think they're going to be the one seed in the NFC. 6-0, and you know, the defense is legit. That offensive line is legit. I think they'll do it. I would still take value on other teams if I was betting because I still haven't seen one game where... Run game's not there. 
Defense is kind of, it's a little sluggish. And here we go, Jalen Hurts, we need you to throw for 388 yards and three tutties to win that football game. I haven't seen that yet, and it's not that he can't, but that uncertainty leaves me wanting to bet on better odds and and win more money if I was betting the NFC playoff picture. And you can get that kind of sense when you get to the playoffs, too. Like, things tighten up, defenses are more focused, they're going to take away your strength and make you beat them with with your weakness, and you know that's going to be the game plan against Philly in the playoffs. And they went against Tampa last year, and that wasn't an easy matchup. And I'm not saying because they couldn't do it last year, they can't do it this year, but they were overwhelmed in that game. And I know the roster's better, and they've improved in the offseason, and they got A.J. Brown like they were aggressive. The difference, though, I will, I will argue about Arizona last year and Philly this year, and I'm not even a guy that believes Philly is going to win the Super Bowl this year. I wouldn't put that bet on them uh, just because I don't think the odds are worth it. I think there's two differences. One, I trust Sirianni as head coach. Yeah. I don't trust Cliff Kingsbury. I think he's a, he's a horrible coach. And I, I trust Jalen Hurts more than I trust Kyler Murray. So do I. And I don't, I'm not, I don't think uh, Jalen Hurts is a top 10 guy. You put that poll question up on Sunday. You I, don't think he is? I probably wouldn't yet. I really? think he is knocking on the door, and you can make an argument the way some of these other old guys are playing that maybe it's time for a new blood to come in and, and kick them out and bring Jalen Hurts into the club. But I would rather have Jalen Hurts as my quarterback than Kyler Murray, especially with the contracts that both of them signed. I mean, that another storyline we haven't talked about. Cliff Kingsbury's days are numbered in Arizona. And Kyler Murray, we, we said it. We screamed it from the mountaintop in the summer. You did not need to sign him to that contract. And they did. And now they want to take back on that deal. And I know Cliff's offense is a big problem. They shouldn't be scoring just nine points. But the Seahawks have the worst defense in the NFL. Yeah, they, they couldn't move the ball in the worst defense in the NFL. I, I've also seen a lot of Kyler. And he's erratic. Yeah. He makes very poor decisions. He, I mean, hell, he had a run. They were driving on Seattle. And he had a run. He got loose. And even on a basic tackle fumbles the ball eight yards in front of him woolen dives on it seattle gets the ball and i'm just like that's kind of kyler murray and then he'll have a game like he did against carolina where he's not lighting up the box score but he's using his legs and he's getting just the right read and boom they're beating the panthers on the road like they're that one they're that weird team they lose two in a row and they got one of the bad teams in the nfl and then they randomly win and you go okay they won but i you just it's not something you really trust i love being wrong too I'm loving the Jalen Hurts thing. I think he's a really good guy. Oh, absolutely. He seems like a yep. really good leader, really liked in that locker room. Easy to root for. And, and what I love the most is teams that give a damn about the right things. And what did Philly care about this offseason? Giving him weapons. Give him targets. You had Devontae Smith from the draft, yep. and you went and got A.J. Brown. Ask Aaron Rodgers about having weapons. <laughs> because it does matter. Like, we, we were asking this when guys were starting to get paid, right? Devontae Adams got paid. Tyreek Hill got paid. I don't know, man. Should you pay the wide receiver? I remember asking that question and even feeling conflicted on where the answer would lie. And my answer definitively is yes. Go get dudes. Go get your quarterback weapons. It's tough. You got to handle the salary cap stuff, especially when you pay a guy like they paid Rodgers. But I I think it's pretty evident right now. His go-to guy was Randall Cobb. Who's now hurt, by the way. Who's going to be out for like three or four weeks. and, And you just hope, you know, Dotson or... Dobbs or whoever will step up because right now that offense seems pretty broken. So, you know, good for Philly. They recognized Jalen might be a little limited in some ways. How do we make our offense more explosive? And Sirianni's smart enough to say, give me A.J. Brown, right? Mike McDaniel. I know Miami's not winning games right now, but they're doing it with backups. Two is supposed to come back. Have you seen Tyreek Hill's numbers? He's on pace to break Calvin Johnson's uh, yardage yardage record. He's, he had 10 catches for 177. Every week it, feel like, it feels like Tyreek Hill is getting 10 catches for 150 or more. His overprops have got to just be killing it this year. <laughs> yeah, it's a good They're bet. not winning, and so that's the end-all, be-all. But 
He's got a playmaker, and he's getting him the football, and that's important, and they don't have that in Green Bay right now. Yeah, they don't. It's. It, it, I think we wonder, too, with Mahomes and with Rodgers, could you, are they good enough to overcome that? And I think Mahomes is showing, like, there's. Uh, they lost this weekend. That game could have gone either way. He threw the late pick back and forth. The Chiefs had a great chance to win that game. And I, nobody's panicking. He threw for 338 and two touchdowns. Um, I, I do think there is something there with Green Bay. And I think part of it also has to do with I, we're finally acknowledging and, and asking the questions we should be asking. And that is, is Matt LaFleur a good coach? Like, he, he is the, guy, the ultimate trust fund baby that was, like, handed a business that was already successful. And we're like, look at this genius. He's running this Fortune 500 company. It's like he had nothing to do with the building of that Fortune 500 company. He was handed the deed to the company. And now all of a sudden we're supposed to act like he's a genius. I just I think we're asking that question in Green Bay. They have not looked good offensively this year. He has been carried by one of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of the sport. He has been carried by one of the greatest wide receivers in the history of the sport. And his teams have always come up short. And a lot of that blame has gone to Rodgers in the postseason. And I get it. The quarterback's going to be the focal point of that. And he has not played well at times in the postseason. But at some point, we kind of start turning the finger around and saying, isn't part of this on the coach? Like, isn't it your job to scheme guys open? Isn't it your offense that's supposed to be creative? Aren't you in the same conversation as Shanahan and McVay and all these guys who have actually been to Super Bowls, some of whom have won Super Bowls, and you haven't done that, and you've had the best quarterback of all of them the entire time, and you haven't been able to get through the NFC Championship game? Like, I, that to me is a valid question lingering in, New, in, uh, in Green Bay right now is without Devontae Adams, sure, some of it's on Rodgers, and they got to be better around him. But the scheme and the offense that they're dialing up week in and week out just does not look good. Well, you, I mean, it's it's pretty simple with that franchise too. Their biggest problem is they just their reluctance to go get guys when they have an opportunity to go get guys. Yep. I mean, they 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 passed on Justin Jefferson. They did. I mean, I know they're going to try and go get OBJ. And they, there's they been some smoke there. And DK, I don't know what that does. I mean, but, that yeah. that franchise they, they drafted Jordan Love. Yep. I, with a first round pick. Rodgers is great. I have no idea how to feel about Lafleur right now. I hear everything you're saying. I think it's totally fair. Sometimes organizations have success and they're not run very seriously. And I just, in this NFL, you got Aaron Rodgers, you're losing Devontae, go get him some guys. Now, maybe Dobbs and Dotson, maybe they will step up, right? But until they do, it's not looking very good in Green Bay right now. And they have nobody to kick but themselves because of the guys that they bypassed on. How that. was there not another move this offseason to be aggressive going and getting a wide receiver? But, well, many people point to it. the A.J. Brown thing. Like, why did Green Bay yes. not go get A.J. Brown? Yes. The immediate pushback is, you gave Aaron Rodgers $50 million a season. Like, when you pay a guy the biggest deal, it gets harder for those teams to really navigate their own cap situation. So, I, we'll see. Maybe Green Bay will be okay. We're not really... That huge on Minnesota. I, they have a couple wins that kind of make you scratch your head, but it's the NFL, and so every week seems to be a different week. All right, I got a, a bit of a moral dilemma and a, an early look ahead at UCLA at Oregon this weekend. That's next on the I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, Mark Malusis will join us from New York. Are the Yankees even going to play? What was baseball doing last night? It's embarrassing, man. That's happened to me before as a fan. I went to, I was in D.C. a couple of years back, and they were going to, the game we all knew was going to get rained out, but I don't get to go to baseball games very often. And so I stood around the ballpark and had a couple of beers and ate a hot dog and gave them my money. They didn't say anything, didn't announce anything. You're just standing in the concourse. And then after like two and a half hours, it was like, but the game has been canceled. It's like, oh, so you just made a clean probably, I don't know, 150K off the fan standing here. Yep. And that's why you didn't cancel it earlier because you look at the weather and you're like, this isn't going anywhere. Yeah, so uh, hopefully we get the Yanks and Guardians. We'll ask a mark about that. But then also talk a lot about the Jets and the Giants. You're not buying the Jets. My J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, they're my team. I'm riding them high. I've got my little pilot's wings on. I'm a little down because my team's not playing great right now. My team had a rough loss this weekend. The Jags, Jags oh. had a rough one against the Colts. I'm not gambling on your Jags for a while. Don't do it. Don't they've, touch them. They've let me down Dude. tremendously. I lost a bet with them against Houston at home in which they outgained Houston 2-1. to one. Don't touch the Jags. I teased them, so that paid off. That helps. But yeah. I had them in spraying line at plus two and a half, and uh, yeah. yeah. Giving up touchdowns with 48 seconds left from 40 yards out is not it. Uh, I'm really excited. NBA basketball's here. College basketball's here. Do we want to dive on uh, the over-unders? Huh? Uh, no? College, it, uh, yeah. A little too soon for college hoops. Okay. You can right. do an NBA segment today. College hoops, not there yet. Okay. North Carolina's number one. I Although I am seeing the PK-85 um, ads. I saw a billboard. Very excited. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. My beeves are playing Duke. And the North Carolina SI cover, very cool. Very awesome. Yeah. I have, I'm uh, more to go bulletin that. board material for my pilots. <laughs> Thanksgiving morning, 10 a.m. <laughs> Bring them on. <laughs> a chip on the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> You okay over there? Oh, you guys all right? You all right? God, I was died from laughter. Uh, I'm in a bit of a pickle here. <laughs> yeah, what's your pickle? So football season in our industry, I know. I know. Oh, you're hard. Your job's so hard. It's not. I, I can admit that. But in football season, it's like Saturday, Sundays. It, I'm wiggling my schedule around to like what the schedule is in sports. I DVR things. I watch it late. I, you know, I, 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 I do my best. This weekend, UCLA Oregon plays at 1230. An yep. awful kick time. Let me just say for the record, awful kick time. Should be a primetime game, 430. Should be a primetime game. Thank you. But it's not. And so while my beeves are playing Colorado, that's a win. Uh, it just, that's a win. I want to go to this game. I'm not a Duck fan. I'm not a Bruin fan. I'm a Pac-10 fan today. Look at you. And I want to rob low my, my ass to Autzen Stadium. I want to wear a Pac-10 hat. 
I thought about making a sign that says bring Benny back with the logo <laughs> on it and just hoping that it gets on TV. We've got a Tom Hansen fathead somewhere. Something, you know, like I'm literally going to be neutral. Benny back. We were looking at that sign. What the hell's wrong with this guy? Well, that's the point of the sign <laughs> is you get attention to a cause that you care about. Why has that guy got an Oregon State Beaver sign here? I think you should throw soup on the field and then glue yourself to the railing at Odson and sing, bring Benny back. Bring Benny back. I'm not going to unglue myself until Benny's the mascot. But I, I want to go to this game. It's it's a big game. It's just a good, big football game. We don't get a lot of them in our state. I think it's the first top 10 matchup in the Pac-12 since 2016. Yeah, and I like I wanted to go to the Trojan Beef game. I could not make it. I just could not make it, and it devastated me. Well, I have an opportunity to go. The family thing. I guess we're supposed to do Halloween Town this weekend, and I, you know, I had said yes to that because that's a fun little thing to do is you go out to past like uh, Scapoose or wherever the hell it is. It's at St. Helens. I don't even know where it is, but you know where they filmed the movie Halloween Town? It sounds like hell. You know, uh, well, it's, it's a fun family thing. <laughs> sure, yeah. Anyways, they do a big festivity <laughs> you thing. You sound very excited. <laughs> it starts at like 6.30. Okay, 6.30 at night? Yeah. Oh. So there's a chance I can swing doing the game. I mean, do you have to be there at 6.30? You're supposed to actually get there early because parking, I guess, is a nightmare. Oh. But anyways... This is just like I don't go to many games. And now it's creating a bit of an awkwardness in my house of like, I don't think my wife wants me to go to this game. Last Saturday would have been perfect because the Ducks didn't play and the Bees didn't play until at, at night. Like, it would have been perfect. But she went out of town, Ooh. which is fine. No, 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 that's, I, not, that's, that's a key factor, though. That's, that's not a point of contention. I'm just, my point is like last Saturday ended up schedule-wise being the best, but it didn't yes. work out for our schedule Whereas I I did kind of commit to this Halloween thing, but I also did say like that game is I have to watch that game. Got to watch the game. Now going to the game and watching the game are two different things here. Here's what I would say. That's it's a tough conundrum to be in. There there is a bit of ammunition if you would like to use it. That last weekend would have worked. However, I'm not using it. Okay, well I would use that ammunition. Why? I get golf weekends. I get I get to go do Why things. All right. It's a little different, though, than taking a weekend away when there was a family thing that, you know, hey, the Halloween Town would have worked. The other point I would bring up, is is it going away? Are they still doing Halloween Town next weekend? I don't know that. Okay, I would imagine they are because it's, Halloween's... Well, next Saturday is supposed to be our Halloween party at our house. It's like the 20... So you can't go... Okay, well, how <laughs> many Halloween things do you guys do? Uh, my wife is very into Halloween. <laughs> Halloween is a big holiday. That's a lot of Halloween stuff. And I got to be honest, she's gotten me into it a lot in our relationship. Sure, I love me some Halloween. I'm loading witch hats in my house. Is this I Halloween town thing, whatever the hell it is, is it outdoors? Yes. It's supposed to rain this weekend. Really? Yes. It is, yeah. It's supposed to rain Friday, Saturday, and that Sunday. That's an interesting little nugget you've applied here. Also, can you, yeah, as like a listener's pointing out, can you go on Sunday? So she volunteered, well, this is the other thing, she volunteered. She kind of said, can you do Sunday, yesterday? And then I said, you know what? Yeah, I will DVR NFL games. I'll catch up when I get home. But I also don't know what time it starts. I do the gambling show Sunday night. Now, uh, I can miss a gambling show if I need to. But, like, I don't know if it starts Sunday night or if it's Sunday afternoon. If it's Sunday afternoon, I'll do it. Like, I'm in. Let's do it. I, I will go all in. I'll wear the outfit. I'll, whatever you want me to do. Because I really want to be at that game. Now, let me ask you this. Are you okay in accepting if you go to a game to miss, like, the fourth quarter? Or does that defeat the whole purpose for you going? I think if it's if I mean if it's UCLA up big or Oregon up big, I, I, I'm I leave early guy anyway, to be honest with you. I don't 
sit through blowouts. I'm don't waste my time. If it's a good ass game, like let's say it's twenty three twenty, yeah. Because if you stay going the whole time, the fourth, there's no chance you're home before seven o'clock. Oh, none, zero no. chance. It, Otson and and Reeser are both the same. They are the worst, and Otson's more egregious because it's bigger. They are the worst stadiums to get out of. They, the worst. Otson takes an hour to get out of. Oh, easily. And then I five is going to be slow the whole and way. And then I five is going to suck. So I that my only other point would be if you're okay doing that. You could listen to the fourth quarter on the radio, DVR it so you can watch it and so you make sure you don't miss anything for the show when you get home. But, I mean, aren't you taking the fun? Like, you're there to kind of see it, right? You're there to see the whole game, and you don't want to, especially if it's a 24-24 game going into the fourth quarter and somebody's about to score and you know that there's going to be drama and excitement. I'd rather just watch it at home on my television and not miss any quarter than go to the game and miss the fourth quarter live (laughs) because there's no point at that point, right? (laughs) Yeah. I just could th- be an epic thriller for all I know. This is a tough conundrum. Uh, you're you're making a bold play here, trying to go to a game of the team that you don't root for. Like I think you maybe have, would have, and but I don't know the importance of my job. It like, is, but you can watch it at home. You don't have to be there. No, I don't. And I, that's her contention. You're right. And you might have a stronger argument in house if it was an Oregon State game. Like, hey, the Beavs are playing USC, for example, at home for the last time. I want to go to this game. I think maybe there's a more emotional pull there from the Corvallis days, right? You can tie that in. She doesn't really. Instead of being like, hey, I want to go to an Oregon UCLA game, and it's like, why do you want to go to an Oregon UCLA game? I told her it's a huge, it's a massive game. This is a big, big game. This is the biggest. You can make an argument. It's the biggest game in the conference. It, it could be. We don't know how the season's going to end, we but it don't. could be. USC-Utah was great. Oregon State-USC was great. These are two top ten teams coming in. Yep. And so you can, you can make that argument. I don't think the fandom has anything to do with it. I think it's just okay. the weekend, the event, paired with the kick time and the location of the game. I, I think you put your foot down. Yeah. I'm not a... I think you put your foot down and say, look, this is important. I can, I can connect and meet some people. It's going to be very influential for my job. This Literally, is the, Josh Payton, that's it. I mean, I'm going to go meet Payton. You're going to be paid state material. You can't meet him if you're not paid state material. The funny thing is I'm the one that communicates with him, not you, and you're going to meet him and become best friends with him. I can already see where this is going. We're going to hang out. I'm going to take a selfie with him on the sidelines. I'm going to tell you, yo, I booked Payton. You're like, bro, I already talked to him. I already texted him He's last coming night. coming on tomorrow. Okay. We're my bestie. We, we FaceTimed last night after the deck game. I, you know... There's a lot of weekends I spend on the couch. I just, I think ultimately what's going to happen, I can already get the vibe from myself. I'm going to cower Oh, you're not going. You're definitely not going. You can tell I'm not I going. I can 100%. Wow. And I almost want to challenge you to go now because I can tell <laughs> that you're not going. And it's going to be a great game. This is the biggest game Autzen's hosted since probably Michigan State, circa like 2000. And is it? 14. Like it's been a long time since I feel like Oregon's had a game like I this. I thought it was uh, their last game of the year at home. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah, I mean, that's... You guys only won by one score. That's a big one. Yeah. It's a you, huge one. You better be careful. I'm, I'm watching. Watching out for you. But this one's pretty big. It's a pretty big game. Did you see, by the way, side note, we'll get to Mark Lucas here. I, I don't know if this is worthy of a segment, but did you catch the broadcast, the Oregon State Wazoo game? Did you catch what Guy Haberman said? I don't know. So he's talking about the new build. Okay. And he highlighted that there's going to be like 30... 9,000, 38,000 in that stadium. Capacity for old Reeser was 44, 45. They're losing seats, I guess, with this new rebuild. I would say that's smart. Well, no, it's smart, but like a little odd. You don't see that very often in any landscape of sports where you're building a stadium and you went, you know what? 
we're going to take less people. Well, I, part of it, too, I bet, is the infrastructure, the way they build it for, for the press box, for all the additional things, the suites, like that kind of stuff you're putting in can take away. Because that old side was just bleachers. It was just bleachers. It was You could yeah. fit however many people you wanted in there. So if you're taking those out and you're putting in a bigger press box and expanding that kind of stuff, you're just going to naturally lose seats. I thought that was interesting. I love it. We Somebody texted in. Why is the Beaver fan talking about going to the Duck game? And the Duck fan isn't. Literally there every game. Why do we do the fandom thing so hard here? I don't know, but I'm literally can there just, every can weekend. I just like a football game. Literally at every home game. I do the pregame show. It's Hello. A, and some of those games. It's going to be on from 8 to 10, 30 a.m. Saturday morning. I'm going to be on the station doing the pregame show live outside Hudson like I am for every home game. I'm a football fan. What? what is this put into question? I think that was more a shot at me. Like, why oh. am I? Why is the Duck oh. fan not going to this game? Like, I'm, You're there for every home game. Literally there every weekend. Pre-game. Yeah. You're, actually, hi. you're the pre-pre-game. You're not I'm, even the pre-game. Not even the pre-game. We're pre-pre. You're pre-pre. Pre-pre. Uh, all right, coming up next, we got the mail sack at 8.15, so any and all questions are welcome at the fan text line, 503-250-1080. But uh, the Jets and the Giants, the talk of the National Football League, and will the Yankees play? Mark Malusis of K-Pix TV in New York joins us for the Daily Ticker. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. In this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Pelican Brewing presents the Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit with the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about. 
and some you haven't. How'd you do that? Actually, I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Spray is brought to you by Pelican Brewing, born at the beach. All right, Daily Ticker time here on a Tuesday, brought to you in the fan by Pelican Brewing Company, born at the beach online at pelicanbrewing.com. And uh, boy, oh boy, are there a couple of football teams that we need to talk about in the state of New York. Also, we got ourselves a little game five after a rainout last night. So quite the uh, week and night in New York. And joining us now is Mark Malusis, the lead sports anchor at Picks 11 uh, in New York City at Mark Malusis on Twitter. Mark, good morning to you, man. I'm just going to start. Good morning. I, I, I don't know what is the bigger surprise, and I've been wondering this for the last couple of weeks. The Jets shocked me and somehow beat the Packers this weekend. I was all over the Ravens minus the five or whatever the line closed. I thought the Ravens were going to give the Giants a little taste of that medicine of like, hey, welcome to big boy NFL football. You're not ready to win a game like this. They both win. Who's the bigger surprise in New York? Is it the Jets or is it the Giants? Um, I, I think that if we're going to look at like the individual result, I think the, the style and fashion which the Jets won in Green Bay Sunday more surprising than the Giants. Um, I think the Giants overall being five and one is surprising, uh, more surprising than the Jets. The Jets, you know, coming into it, whether you believed it or not, whether you looked at him being GM rhetoric, Joe Douglas, you know, talked about after the draft, which was, you know, everyone celebrated and, you know, getting Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson and Johnson, the edge rusher out of Florida State, and trading up in the second round for Brees Hall. Everyone thought that, and Joe Douglas said that this team is going to be playing the Jets, that is meaningful football, he believes, in December. And the big key was Wilson. Now it took a hit when Wilson suffers the knee injury first preseason game against the Philadelphia Eagles on August the 12th. And you're saying to yourself, okay, well, how is it going to look this year? Because the entire offense was built around Wilson year number two, taking a massive step forward. So I, I think the Jets are... I think the Jets have got a lot of young talent on their team, and they've got different speakers on both sides of the ball. I'm not saying the Giants are doing it with smoke and mirrors. It's a little bit strong. It's not an overly talented roster. They're in salary cap hell. Joe Shane and Brian Dayball are here for a reason. Um, they want to try and continue to turn over the roster. I think what you're seeing from the Giants is coaching matters. Um, and they went from uh, you know an inept staff the past couple of years with Joe Judge and, and his staff on, on certain levels. Listen, Patrick Graham's a good defensive coordinator. Jason Garrett's offense, I think, was probably – not modern day enough in order to take advantage of what the Giants had talent-wise. Now you get a healthy Saquon Barkley this year. Daniel Jones, both those players are in contract seasons, and the offensive line is significantly better this year than it has been probably in the last seven or eight years. So, But the coaching of Dayball, the culture, you hear Julian Love, the captain, one of the captains of the team, their safety, who had the interception of Lamar Jackson late in that game and returned it down to the Ravens' 13-yard line. He talked about, you know, the changes and the cultural shift uh, within the giant organization. Winning certainly helps guys. We all know that. But if you're asking me for probably the biggest surprise, I'd probably tell you a long story long the Giants at 5-1 and one or bigger surprise. Well, uh, let me ask you this, Mark. You, you talk about the Jets. I, I'm all in. I, if I was a kid, I'd have my pilot's wings on my shirt. Like, I'm all in on the Jets. I thought that was really a dominant performance for them. I'm, I'm a little uneasy Still with Zach Wilson, uh, I, I can see some of the upside with him, and then other times you kind of watch him play, and he's not all that great. I, I guess I would ask you this because you sound like you're there. You're buying the Jets legitimately as a playoff team this year because I think a lot of people are still uncertain about that because of how early it is. But you mentioned it, the way they looked in Green Bay, the way they played defensively, their special teams came up big twice. You're buying the Jets as a playoff team? Well, I, I, yeah, I think they're a playoff contender in the AFC, whether they make it or not. I, I think – if if things unless things go crazy, I think they should be playing meaningful games in the the last 
five, six weeks of the regular season. These guys, you look at it, I mean, Quinton Williams along the defensive line who had two sacks Sunday against Aaron Rodgers is probably playing as one of the top three defensive linemen in all the NFL. Uh, Sauce Gardner, the rookie cornerback out of, uh, out of, out of Cincinnati, uh, who they drafted fourth overall. If you look at statistically speaking, he's a top four, top five corner in the NFL, and he's only 22 years old, right? And he is a shutdown corner. Brees Hall, you've already seen the past couple weeks, 196 total yards of offense two weeks ago against the Miami Dolphins, 116 yards on the ground. They traded up. People criticized trading up in the second round to go get a running back. Well, at the time, Robert Solis said, well, you trade up to go get home run hitters, and Brees Hall has been a home run hitter for this team. If the, if the concern is Wilson, yeah, I, I think it's a fair concern because you're not going to be able to win too many games in the NFL uh, where you throw for you know under 120 yards in a game and your team walks off the field victorious. So Wilson's got to be got to show a lot more uh, moving forward here um, for this team. He's shown you flashes um, in that Pittsburgh game, the two uh, you know fourth quarter drives where they scored 14 unanswered points. He had two third down conversions and a fourth down conversion footwork looks a lot better this year than it did a year ago. He's thrown off of his back foot. He's looked better this season uh, than he did last year. Now, has he looked like a guy that should have been drafted second overall? No, he's not there yet. Yeah. We're talking about Mark Malusas of uh, picks 11 news in New York at Mark Malusas on Twitter. We'll give him a follow. Let's go to the quarterback on the other side of this equation. And that's Daniel Jones. I got it felt like they were going to move on after this year, right? It just this was going to come to an end. He's got one more year left on that rookie deal, and we're moving on. They're winning football games, and I don't know where they're going to go. You mentioned that, that they're probably a bigger surprise than the Jets. Five touchdowns, two picks. The numbers aren't terrible. His completion percentage is up. He's not wowing you, but he's also it doesn't feel like losing you games week in and week out. How do you feel like the Giants, and where are they at on Daniel Jones as the quarterback of the future? Yeah, I think it's a wait-and-see approach, in, in all honesty. I, I think they're they're happy with the way that he's playing right now. I think they probably came in with a perception of what Jones is as a quarterback, and he's probably changing that perception where the game hasn't slowed down, bad pocket pressing, turning the football over, um, all of those things. And this year he's, he's played within himself. He's played really smart. Uh, he's shown you toughness. If you talk to his teammates um, and just listen to John Feliciano after the Cowboy game where he talked about the fact that Nobody supported their quarterback, and they talk about him being a leader. Um, so he's got the ear of his teammates, which is important when you want to see in the NFL. More important is his play on the field. I think he's played a lot better this year. Um, he hasn't had really any weapons around him. Kenny Galladay, now he's hurt. Before that was a mystery. Kadarius Tony's never healthy. Sterling Shepard tore his ACL. He's playing with guys like David Sills and Richie James. Darius Slayton finally got out of the doghouse two weeks ago in London, and he had what a six-catch, 72-yard performance, but there were still drops by Slayton that day. There were drops by this past weekend against the Baltimore Ravens. So the support around him has not been all that good. Plus, as the Giants continue to win games here, and they've got a very, very soft schedule, like they should go into Jacksonville this Sunday and beat the Jaguars and be 6-1, and one. then all of a sudden you're taking yourself out of the, out of the equation for the upper echelon quarterback right. because – you know, that, that I mean, C.J. Stroud's going to be gone. Will Levis, Young, Alabama. I mean, whatever you want to see, those guys are all going to be gone by the time you're picking. So it's interesting. I think I think Jones is starting to change some some ideas of what he is as a quarterback, but I still think he's got a ways to go because the Giants, as I mentioned, it's also a business. They don't have a lot of, a ton of money to play with. They, Dave Gilman left them with a mess that Joe Shane is trying to clean up, and now you have to figure out, okay, 
if I want to keep Daniel Jones, what am I willing to pay Daniel Jones? I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you, what is the weather in New York? Uh, That game gets postponed yesterday. I don't know what baseball was doing. They waited like three or four hours before they called it. What a disaster. Uh, Just an utter disaster. disaster. Uh, Just ridiculous. I mean, mean, two and a half hours. The gates open at 5 o'clock. The game's supposed to start at 7. Now, listen, I I, I understand that the forecast changed as the night went along, but – they didn't even update the crowd. Like, I grew up a Yankee fan. And I've been <laughs> to the stadium this year and everything like that. But yeah. how do you have fans in attendance in the ballpark in the Bronx and you don't even update them, tell them what's going on here until you eventually call it around 945 last night? I mean, it's just an absolute disaster. I think we're going to get baseball. <laughs> the question is, we're going to get baseball this afternoon? Yeah, you're going to get baseball. And I think the rain out helped the Yankees because uh, you're going to get Nestor Cortez on the mound uh, this afternoon and not Jamison Tyone. They, I mean, they were trying to rack up that concession money, man. Oh. That's why they didn't say anything. Well, were, were people in there buying beers and hot dogs? That's They were just trying to make as much money as they could in two and a half that's hours. It. Continue selling those Judge jerseys. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> Does uh, Aaron Boone get fired if they lose today? Mm. No, I don't think so. Um, yeah. <clears throat> he was given, um, before the start of the year, he was given a multi-year extension. Uh, I don't think the Yankees... Uh, you know, George Steinbrenner, who passed away a while ago, uh, used to ho- talk about seasons being either if you don't win the World Series, it's a failure. The Yankees are no longer held to that under his son and, and Cashman. You know, Cashman's contract's up after the end of the season. There's kind of great queries about uh, queries about whether or not he is, is going to uh, be back, and, and I think he will. Um, I think it's a matter of whether or not he wants to continue to do the job, which I think he does, and, and Boone is a guy that – in the great world of collaboration in the in the in Major League Baseball, um, I think Aaron Boone is is a guy that fits what the Yankees want. So I think he'll be back regardless of what happens today. Well, there's a lot going on in New York. Not to mention the NBA tips off today as well. You got a Game Five in the Division Series in Cleveland and New York, and the Jets and the Giants. Look at that; they're good at football again. How about that? Everybody in New York's got to be happy. Mark Malusis is his name. He's a sports anchor. Picks Eleven News in New York. Go give him a follow on Twitter at Mark uh, Malusis. Mark, thanks so much for the time this morning. The insight on everything going on in New York. We really appreciate it. I had a blast, guys. Thanks a lot. Have a good show. Yeah, thank you. You too. We had a great time. So let, let's get to uh, that, that game five, and let's make fun of baseball because they deserve it after the night that they had last night. Also, how excited are you? Scale of one out of ten. Are you ten out of ten? For a dome, I'm, I'm jacked about this. The Yankees adding a dome would be a game changer. <laughs> For the return of the NBA season. Hey, there we are. Oh, happy uh, Merry New Year to all my basketball fans out there. We'll get to that coming up next on the Pour the milk. Looks like me and Vincent caught you boys at breakfast. Part of a nutritious breakfast? Hamburgers. Hamburger. Cornerstone of any nutritious breakfast. It's time for the morning crunch. A look at the tastiest topics in sports. Brought to you by Crunch Fitness. As low as $9.95 per month. No hassle, no pressure, no gimmicks, and no judgments. Hey, the morning crunch brought to you the fan bar. Good friends at Crunch Fitness. As low as $9.99 a month. Locations in Beaverton, Aloha, Division Center, and Vancouver. Go check them out at crunch.com. I was out at the Glorious House of Gains yesterday after the show. Uh, let's make fun of baseball for a moment. Last night was supposed to be a big game five between Cleveland and New York. Yes, it was. And that was not the case. I actually was so like out of touch and unplugged. I was doing a bunch of stuff around the house, and it was like five, about five o'clock. And I'm like, ooh, that's right. The, the Monday night game's getting going. I got to turn that on. And then I was like, ooh, that's right, Yankees-Guardians. 
I flipped over to TBS and they were showing Dwayne Wade's show, where they're like in a box, like in a cube. I don't know the cube. The cube. Oh, his game show. His game show. Yeah. I haven't seen and I'm that like, yet. Uh, Is it good? I mean, I watched it for ten seconds and I thought, okay, I guess there's a rain out. And I changed channels. And so that was a banner night for baseball. And now they contemplated actually last night having that game start at 1030 local time, 730 yard time, which would have been one of the biggest mistakes that stupid sport has ever made. Uh, But they decided to move it to today. So now you get a 107 first pitch on TBS game five with the Yankees facing elimination. So the West Coast won't be watching this game. (laughs) Um, That's nice of them to care about the West Coast at all. I mean, you can't go into Phillies and Padres. You can't have two games on at the same time. I mean, how do we handle that as sports fans, right? You, You just did it. You just did it on Saturday because you allowed a game to go 18 innings, and then you played the Yankees-Guardians, and they basically almost wrapped up before the Mariner game did. It's so stupid. Give me the games at 5 o'clock. Let me flip back and forth. Let if me do what I want If one's better than do. the other, yeah. I'll watch one over the other. If one's a blowout, I won't watch it. If one's close, if they're both close, I'll put them both on. Like, what are we doing? Hey, what does this say about me, or what does this say about baseball? I, I don't have a, a fandom here outside of I want to see the Yankees lose. That's always one of my favorite things. Of course. But there's something that indicates that I don't think that they will. Um, what's it say about me that I had forgotten and I went to Twitter to go, oh yeah, it's on. Let me get an update. And I somehow saw a tweet and it was a video of a Yankee player hitting a home run. And I went, damn, they're up three, nothing. And then I noticed, wait a minute, wait, a this is in Cleveland. Second. And then I scrolled down on the tweet and it said promoted. And it was an old <laughs> clip from a from one of the games in Cleveland. Probably I thought, game three, the game that the Yankees blew the lead, or maybe even game four. I, anyways, it was a two-run homer, and I'm just like, okay. And then I went to go to ESPN's app. I checked the score. Not happening. I checked Twitter, and I finally see somebody saying it's it's being postponed. I thought, ah, it's very baseball. So you get a doubleheader on baseball today, Guardians and Yankees. That game five moved, and then Phillies and Padres. You, you need a dome. Why are we playing baseball in cold, wet weather? What are we doing here? So that's a great tease because somebody did text in a mail sack question, which, by the way, get your mail sack questions in, 503 We'll answer them coming up here in a little over 15 minutes. But uh, somebody did ask, should every Major League Baseball stadium be required to have a retractable roof? Yes. Like, you, you, your argument falls on deaf ears, I think, when it comes to football because you can still play football in the rain. Now, is it pretty? Is it the best product? No, but you don't cancel games. What's Chicago doing with your new stadium? Due to weather. Well, that I think you're going to see, and so is Tennessee. They're doming it up. You're going to see that trend, and the reason you're going to see that trend is because cities want to host things. Yeah, and, and if have you have football enough, games. If you, well, not to have better football. Well, they want to have bigger football games because the Bears ain't sniffing a Super Bowl anytime soon. Oh, wow. Sorry, that was Hot an unfair take. shot. Hot Un- take. Unfair shot. That was unnecessary. I apologize. Uh, neither are the Titans. That one wasn't unfair. But they both want to have domes so they can host college football national championships. You can host Final Fours in those domes. Like, that's why those cities are doing it is because they want to hmm. become those major hub cities like you have right now in Vegas and L.A., Atlanta, and New Orleans. It's almost like I knew what I was talking about. No, no, I don't think you do. But Wait till Buffalo goes to a dome. You're going to regret that. It'll never happen. Buffalo will never happen. It'll never happen. Over my dead body, Buffalo <laughs> plays Buffalo in a dome. If Buffalo did it, would you, would you just think at that point everybody's going to do it? Lambo's the last holdout. Watch Lambo out of uh, retractable <laughs> Lambo, roof. Lambo's last holdout. Climate change, you're going to have like glaciers <laughs> on their football field. Like, we're done dealing with this crap. However, though, if you did want to make an argument, your dome argument, it fits in baseball. Because you literally, yeah. I mean, you can't play the sport when it rains. You get bad weather, you, that's it. Yeah. You could transfer my opinion that nobody agrees with, and you could apply it to baseball. And, and that's everybody the right would opinion. agree with you yeah. because on a nice day, you keep the roof open, and on a rainy day, you close it, and guess what? You still play the damn game. I know. What are we doing here? How many? We had a, a couple of rainouts throughout the postseason, right? Uh, the Yankees had two in this series. Was it wasn't Game One or Game Two rained out? Am I uh, yes. On that? yes. Yeah. 
That was there was another one? Game too? two was rained out. There was another one. I'm blanking. Was it an Atlanta Philly game? Didn't yes. they have a rain yes. delay? Yes, it yeah. was Atlanta yeah. Philly. Thank you. Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? Come on. Put, no. So and they had next? a rain delay in San Diego. Dude, yeah. How about the rain Saturday in San Diego? night? Like, uh, ha- it's like the third ever rain delay in San Diego. So we have San Diego. How wild was that? I flipped Philly. off the game and I turned it back on and the field was wet. And I was like, what did I miss? I mean, it's just, it's, it, it's kind of. This is why you cut games in in your season at the end of August. You're not wrong, Bob. Really? You're not wrong. Wow. You're not wrong. Look at that. Of all the things you've evolved on, I never thought that'd be the one. Well, we could also go domes and start earlier, too, right? Like, yeah, you know. But, yes, you should not. The, the, you, you fall on deaf ears when you try and play your postseason in the middle of the NFL and college football season. Yeah. Like, you yeah. just. You're not built for it. You're not cutting through that. It's no different. Than, <laughs> it's I mean, not happening. hell, I would look at the start of baseball season. In some places, it's okay. But, like, I remember a Minnesota game this year. It was 39, 42 degrees. It snowed in Minnesota, but they cleared the field. They played a game. Let's go, baby. Yeah. Every time somebody makes contact with the ball, their hands are just vibrating. Why they didn't put a roof on Coors Field when they built it. I mean, they get snow (laughs) in April. Minnesota was the most egregious one. And I talked to somebody. I went to a, a, a Twins game this year when I was in Minneapolis. And I, I was at a concession stand, and I said, why don't you guys, why did you guys not get a retractable roof? And they go, we don't know. It's one of the dumber things that we did. The ballpark is gorgeous it in Minnesota, by the way. Yeah. Beautiful ballpark. You know look even gr- better on it? A retractable roof. Great nights in the summer. They get good weather in the summer. It's a nice, cool, calm, humid. In the, in the start of the season, at the end of the year, if they're in the playoffs, you need a roof. Yeah. It's, it's stupid. Well, we had another rain out last night of the baseball playoffs. And so you get a game five at 107 today on TBS. Then the NLCS begins tonight at 503 on FS1. So there you go. A little baseball action for you. Let's get to the start of the NBA season. My co-host is all excited. He's rubbing his nipples over there. And I have a betting angle that I want to give you that actually has me excited too. And I'll tell you what that is. It's a loaded final hour, including the mail sack, coming up at 815. So get your questions in 503-250-1080. Uh, don't go anywhere. Dirt and Spray here on 1080. The T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 